From Odyssey, I'm Lauren Berry, and this is the On Deadline podcast, where we take a closer look at stories from our radio newsrooms across the country. On Deadline is taking you through a scathing report from special counsel Robert Herr that described President Joe Biden as an elderly man with a bad memory. The report also noted that Biden shouldn't be charged for his mishandling of classified documents, noting that he would not be convicted in a trial. At trial, Mr. Biden would likely present himself to a jury, as he did during our interview with him, as a sympathetic, well-meaning, elderly man with a poor memory, Her wrote in his report. He went on to say that it would be difficult to convict a, quote, former president well into his 80s of a serious felony that requires a mental state of willfulness. The report comes at a rather inconvenient time for Biden, who, at 81 years old, is fighting for another term in what appears to be a 2020 rematch against former President Donald Trump. Biden's advanced age is considered the third rail in some circles of Democrats, the topic you're never supposed to touch. But former First Lady and Secretary of State Hillary Clinton discussed the president's age last week. She told MSNBC that Biden's age was a, quote, legitimate concern for his campaign. The report also obviously puts Biden himself in a difficult position. He's not being charged with a crime, which is a positive, but the reason why he's not being charged highlights what many see as a serious issue, and that's his age. ABC News national correspondent Stephen Portnoy joined Odyssey to share more on the report and what this means for Biden. Special counsel Robert Herr, critical of President Biden's handling of classified documents, but said he should not be charged criminally. There were also, Stephen, some embarrassing revelations in Herr's report. Embarrassing revelations because the, one of the reasons why Robert Herr says despite what he perceives and has determined were willful actions on the president's part, Biden comes off and would come off to a jury as a, and this is the words from the report, a sympathetic, well-meaning, elderly man with a poor memory. Essentially, it's Robert Hur's report to the Justice Department that prosecutors should not bring charges against the president because they would have difficulty convicting him beyond a reasonable doubt, uh, that a jury would view him as sympathetic, that he's just simply too forgetful, and ultimately it wouldn't be worth the Justice Department's time. Uh, this is a politically damaging thing for the president, 81 years old, and last night he gave a forceful defense of his memory and his conduct. He says that Robert Hur's got it all wrong and really went after the prosecutor for raising, among other things, in his report, the fact that during his interview with the president over two days in October, just after the October 7th attacks, the president apparently had trouble forgetting the years he served as vice president and even forgetting the year that his son Bo died. And the president basically said, how dare he even raise that? The White House forcefully pushes back, calling uh, Robert Hur's characterization of the president's memory inappropriate and unbecoming of an actor in the Justice Department. Look, it is now fit for public consumption. Uh, the public can read this report on the Justice Department's website. Republicans are looking at this in two ways. One, they say that it demonstrates a two-tiered system of justice because they say it's not fair that Donald Trump has been charged with illegally handling classified documents and the recommendation is that Joe Biden should not be charged. There are differences, obviously, between the way that the two men had handled the circumstances. Uh, and beyond that, it's an opportunity for the president's critics to say, see, he's too old and he can't remember, and he's beyond his grasp. Last night, as he was forcefully defending himself, there was another, well, gaffe, another mistake the president made. He was answering a question about Israel, and he said he meant to say that he's spoken to the president of Egypt, al-Sisi. He called him the president of Mexico. And twice this week, 
my colleague at ABC News, Karen Travers, heard as she was covering a closed fundraiser with the president in New York City. And at two separate occasions, the president was telling of how he heard from the German chancellor in 2021 about the concerns that American democracy was uh, was fading. And he invoked the name Helmut Kohl as the German chancellor. Helmut Kohl was the German chancellor in the 1980s and 90s and has been dead since 2017. So clearly the president was mistaken there. And last night he mistook Egypt for Mexico. Listen, you guys and I, we talk into live microphones every day. When we're not reading from copy and script, sometimes we make mistakes, but we're not president of the United States. And when you're 81 years old as he is, this becomes an increasing political liability. Biden took issue with the report, even though it kept him from being charged. During a press conference last week, Biden appeared more animated than usual, showing outrage over claims in the report that he had not remembered when his son, Beau, had died. How in the hell dare he raise that, Biden said. Frankly, when I was asked the question, I thought to myself, it wasn't any of their damn business. To share more on the president's anger, University of California political analyst Dan Schur joined Odyssey. So before we get to specifics, your general assessment of the appearance for President Biden today, did it help or did it hurt or did it do neither? It's it, it's never a good idea for a candidate. It's almost never a good idea for a candidate or an elected official, especially the president of the United States, to go on camera when he's that angry. And it's very clear from the way the news conference was scheduled, the White House press corps was only notified about 20 minutes in advance, that this was a very emotional reaction from a very, very angry and unhappy president. And even the president's most loyal supporters would probably agree this was not Joe Biden at his best. So aside from the broader conversation that's now going to take place about his age and his memory, this was not a smart thing for the president to do. Now, did he need to address the claims about his memory? He, he did. And the question isn't whether or not to address accusations like that. The question is how to address them. And hindsight being 2020, uh, if you're advising a candidate or an office holder, again, especially the leader of the free world, what you do is you say, why don't we schedule an interview? Maybe we can get Rob and Karen to come in and talk to you for a little bit. Have a conversation with a journalist in which you can talk in a calm and reasoned manner about what was wrong with the report. But by putting him out in front of the entire press corps in what's essentially a confrontational construct, that's almost certainly not going to end well for the principal, and it didn't for Biden tonight. Can the president bounce back from this? The president, the president can bounce back from this. Uh, Joe Biden has said throughout his entire career, when going before the voters, he likes to say, compare me to the alternative, not to the almighty. And because he benefits in many ways, not always, but in many ways from a comparison with Donald Trump, who has had some memory lapse of his own in recent days, Biden is still a potentially competitive candidate for president. This is going to hurt him politically. It's not going to disqualify him. I think what we should be watching in the days ahead is to see not what Republicans say, because the opposition is always going to come at the president hard in this kind of situation. But let's see what Biden's fellow Democrats say. And if they begin expressing concerns as a result of this episode, then that's a bigger challenge for the president. With Americans more divided than ever, they appear to agree on at least one thing, that Biden might be too old for another term. 
According to an NBC News poll from earlier this month, 76% of Americans are concerned that Biden isn't mentally fit for another four years. An ABC Ipsos poll from this week doubled down on this, reporting that 86% of Americans think the 81-year-old president is too old to serve another term. Suffice it to say, Biden didn't have a good week. Professor Larry Sabato, the founder and director of the Center for Politics at the University of Virginia, joined Odyssey in New York City to discuss the political connotations of the report. I have to start with this age and memory thing. Were you surprised that a special counsel would come right out and call Joe Biden a well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory? I think it borders on the unethical. It's totally inappropriate. And of course, you have to remember the special counsel is a Republican and a Trump appointee and probably uh, wants to remain in Trump's good graces if Trump really is elected because uh, appointments come that way. But regardless of the motivation, I thought that these special counsels had learned something from James Comey, the FBI director, because he was really as responsible, if not more responsible than anybody for Hillary Clinton's defeat by uh, Donald Trump back in 2016, having had uh, uh, not indicted Hillary, but at the same time uh, said that uh, she had been irresponsible and careless. Well, this is kind of the same thing. He didn't invite, he didn't indict Biden. And that's what is remarkable about this. And I suspect there are going to be some, some uh, reactions within the Justice Department. There should be. And they need to they need to be more careful in the selection of these people. And this person was picked by Merrick Garland, who seems to make these mistakes with frequency. Does this instantly become campaign fodder for Donald Trump? Will we see it you know, on TV screens across America? Picture of Joe Biden and well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And from a political standpoint, he'd be crazy not to use it. It's an incredible gift handed to him. And the irony is that it's Donald Trump who has the real problem with classified documents. Uh, and uh, we'll see that once we finally get to the point where the public gets the judgment of legal professionals. But you wouldn't think it. And now Trump has something to use on Biden any time it's brought up that he has uh, so many of the uh, documents, the classified documents, that he attempted to hide them and destroy them. He was the opposite of Biden in terms of being available and uh, being upfront about what had happened. But those are the breaks in politics. And yesterday, uh, Donald Trump got all the breaks. Joe Biden got none. The statement has been made, and it can't be unsaid at this point. The president has forcefully responded to it. But I wonder, is that enough? It's not enough, and it probably was unwise for the president to respond when he was so angry. It's justifiable that he is angry. Uh, some of those comments were absolutely around the bend. Uh, the one about his his son, uh, Biden not remembering the date of his son's death, that is that is utterly absurd. But nonetheless, he's got to live with it. He's got to come up with an answer, and he did it too soon. He didn't have a chance to sit down with advisors and talk over the various ways of saying what he wanted to say. So that was a mistake, and I think the way the White House arranged that so-called press conference was also terrible. So they they still have things to learn. I don't think so much Biden does, but the staff needs to be able to tell the president when he is doing something that is unwise.
Whether it be their age, legal troubles, or polling numbers, Americans have a lot to take into account when choosing who to vote for in November. Currently, Trump, a mere four years younger than Biden, is leading Biden in every poll in which they're matched up. Trump's lead is as small as one percentage point in some polls and as large as eight in others. Will the report and Trump's legal cases end up landing two less familiar names on the ballot in 2024? Could there be a Nikki Haley and Kamala Harris matchup? Haley certainly thinks so. We will have a female president of the United States, she told supporters at a campaign stop last month. But the hard truth is, it's going to be me or Kamala Harris, Haley added. This show is produced by Joe Heady, Christy Strauser, and Myron Kaplan. I'm Lauren Barry. Thanks for listening to On Deadline, Odyssey's serving of a top news story just for you. Subscribe on the Odyssey app or wherever you find your podcasts to stay informed. 